We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. Watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Average high school baseball player. Ron was better than you. He hit a home run for, who did he play for? Blackhawk. Blackhawk Cougars, yeah. I hit a couple home runs. Ron hit three home runs. I believe it. You could ask Brian Back, who I play old man softball with him now. Wait, did we play that together over? No, we never were. But that's where I played. I played on the same team. Same it's team, It's like a yeah. me- media team that's had a lot of people rotating through it. Right. Yeah, I quit. I had to retire. No good. What was my story? Oh, I used to go out to the Greensburg Courthouse. Okay. I would take a train from Pittsburgh to Greensburg, and then I would go to the courthouse for a mortgage company and they would have me go through these giant tomes and mark people's mortgages down on index cards. And then they would obviously call them and offer a better mortgage. I would do thousands of them and then send them in a big, it was called Diversified Mortgages Incorporated. I would send them a giant yellow envelope filled with index cards. That's all I did. I got paid for that. That's a wild job. Is that the craziest job you've had? No, I worked at a car wash and didn't know how to drive cars. That was horrifying. <laughs> that wasn't part of the interview process was like drive this stick shift? No, and that was where we had the real problem was mm-hmm. the stick shift. I, I wanted to be cool and oh, I can do this. And then I got in and I still remember I can feel my face turning red in that car. Sal's car wash it was called. Were you ever a porto potty cleaner or what was your worst job? I had some good jobs. The, <laughs> the, the is that the worst job on earth? Porta potty cleaner. Yeah. Oh, there's got to be one worse, but that has to be up there. Yeah. But there's like a instrument that they use, or like they're not actually in there. No, we actually this came up uh, about five years ago, and a guy called in and he said they stand far away and they blow it out with a big hose. Hmm. <laughs> I have no comment on that. I was you, get- what was your worst job? You know, I never really had a, a horrible one. I worked at Denny's my first job as a dishwasher. I was a dishwasher and for years. Yeah. It was gross because you're like everyone's pancakes and yeah. syrup and so you're putting your hands in all of that. Yeah. It if was- they sent them back, would you eat them if they were clean, fresh? Nah, 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 nah. But I you could get like discounted food, and I liked the buffalo chicken milk. Yeah, Delicious. that was one of the best parts was the food. I also worked at Wrap and Pack in Shady Side, uh, seasonal work as a Christmas gift wrapper, like an elf. Oh, except I couldn't um, wrap gifts. You didn't know how. No. So did this just continue your history of getting jobs you weren't qualified for? 
How You're when looking did, at what, it right now? When some did that people end? would say right up to today. When did that end? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I worked at a place called. Um, there was a, a, a guy in a top hat. What was his? Oh, Sir Loin, in, oh, in Squirrel cool. Hill. Yeah, and the guys. The guy was Sir Loin, and he had a top hat on. It was like a steak place in Squirrel Hill, and I also wasn't friendly and couldn't wait on tables. It was a waiter. Now that I think of it, every job I've had, I was I was unqualified for. Did you know I worked at the first Brugger's Bagels in Pittsburgh in Squirrel Hill? 1993. Doing what? Cooking bagels, being a counter person, all everything. I was I was a versatile player, but I also had problems with people, same thing, resentments mm. that I would get at the counter and I think Cues. one time I threw money, yeah, at somebody. Well, better money than bagels, I guess, to throw yeah. at somebody. I've had good jobs. I uh when I was in college, I was a bike tour guide of the monuments in DC. <laughs> and that's a great job. And so you got a little exercise, you were outside, um, you were supposed to give the people granola bars and I would just eat them. And the best part though was you would always somebody there was always like a guy, like a smart out guy, or not or like a guy that thought that they knew everything. Yeah. Some middle aged dad. The who, guy from the back and, cracking and the, jokes. And the yeah. way they would always phrase it is it was always, Isn't it true that and then they would go on to give you some fact about DC. Well, I'm like a college kid. I don't I didn't read through all these facts. I don't know everything. I'm not a historian. So it would always be like, Isn't it true that the Washington Monument's two different colors to represent the changing tide of our country? And I'd go, You're absolutely right. That's exactly what it was. No that matter was what your stock line. No, no matter what they said, I'd go, Yep, that's it. I wish I had that job. I worked at a county park in Westmoreland County and on we would drive around like those gator work carts. Yeah. And I was the only one who could drive a stick shift, the opposite of you. So they gave me one from the seventies that had three wheels and I rolled it and it like went into the lake and they had to pull it out. Um but that was a fun job. That's a bad day. It I think we're like ten minutes over right now. Oh okay. But I should have cut me off and not you. And I we could talk about we could talk about jobs or, or anything. I apologize else you, for that. No problem. Um, no, I want to pick up the Justin Fields talk mm, where mm, we were and mm. the quarterback because you were going back and forth on several quarterbacks. Yeah. Can we do that? Let's do that. I apologize for it, and I'll take the responsibility if we get it's in okay. trouble. No, I think we're or good. Or we could blame it on him. Yeah, that's that's where I was leaning. Fan weather? Did I already do the weather? You did not. No, I think you got to get all these ones in. Fan <laughs> fan weather brought to you by. Sun Chevrolet, check out special financing for qualified buyers on new Silverado 1500 trucks. A little bit of snow, high of 37. Fan Hotline, presented by Sullivan Super Service, Pittsburgh's trusted plumbing and heating and air conditioning provider for over 50 years. Mike DeFabo of The Athletic is in the building. We're going to talk some Steelers coming up. We might have Alex Stump, right? How do you say his name? Stump? No, I, I think Stump? it's Stump, yeah. Just Stump? So the F at the end is silent? I'll confirm that once do we you get know him on him? the line. A little bit. You know how to say his name? No, I just kind of just mumble at the end. Just yeah, like Alex Stump. 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 Yeah. All right. We'll have him on, I think, at one thirty. And the 50-minute mark on the fan brought to you by South Hills Chrysler Jeep Dodge Route 19 in Peters Township, celebrating 50 years in the South Hills. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. A New York City man was fined and sentenced to probation when he was caught at the border with pythons in his pants. Did you see that? Burmese, three Burmese pythons in his pants. See, this is normally something you hear like Florida man. I'm surprised to see you from <laughs> <Exactly>. New York. <laughs> Me too. That's the biggest upset of this whole story. Mike DeFabo is in, and he stayed uh, past the 1 o'clock hour. Of course, we blew past the 1 o'clock hour last hour. We have, do we have Alex Stump coming on at some point? Yeah, he's ready whenever. He's on the line? No, he's not on the oh. line, but he's good to go. Just tell him 140. You want me to tell him two? That <laughs> <laughs> might be a little late. Yeah, 140 would be great. I want to get some news from spring training. Uh, fan hotline presented by Sullivan Super Service, providing trusted plumbing and HVAC service for over 50 years. Have you seen the Netflix special on, ma- on the making of We Are the World, Mike? Oh, I have like about 15 minutes left of it, but it's incredible. So do we. Yeah. It's it unbelievable. It, the thing that the, the logistics of getting all those people in one place in one day, that was the fascinating part. Yeah, definitely. And just, I feel like Michael Jackson brought it all together because it was interesting. Like they talked about once you got a couple big names and everyone was like, oh, this is going to be huge. I want to be a part of it. But nah, I, it's really a cool documentary. I've got the song stuck in my head. I've been like, so do I. Yeah, yeah me too. And it reminds me of Ron for some reason. But then everything does these days. Michael Jackson, Bruce Springsteen, Kenny Rogers, Cindy Lauper, Bob Dylan, Tina Turner. It was ridiculous. And they, and they talked about the way that they paired people together. Yeah. And it wasn't like, oh, you're two country music artists. We'll put you together. It was yeah. based on their vocal ranges. So there were some really odd combinations as well. And then Dylan couldn't sing. He can't. He can't really sing. I mean, have you ever so, heard any of his music? I love Bob Dylan. But, Me too. But he doesn't really horrible, sing. Horrible voice. Yeah. <laughs> so, God awful. Incredible performer. But So they showed the whole group singing, and he's in the middle just standing there. And they said that. They said, like, he knows he can't sing like Stevie Wonder, so he's not even mouthing the words. He just stood there. Mm-hmm. It was amazing. The whole thing was great. And it reminded me of sports in a way because and, – and it reminded me of things like the Dream Team. Like they said, when you got all these stars in the same room, their egos are so big, but they also have so much respect for everybody else there that you have to decide, you know, who's going to take the last shot here? Who's going right. to get the ball? If you've seen the Dream Team stuff, in their case, it was who's going to sing the solos? What, what do I do here? Do I, am, I, am I louder than anybody? The Dream Team, when they got together – couldn't decide who was going to get the ball. You know, Michael, Magic, Larry, Carl Malone, people, Barkley, who, who's going to take the shot here? Mm-hmm. And they were all very deferential. So it takes a while in situations like well, that. Well, that's what's part of the problem with the Penguins' power play, I think. is Great like, point. 
Eric Carlson comes in and he's on this team with a couple Hall of Famers. And rather than running the show and being assertive about it, right. he's kind of like, here, Sid, or here, Gino. Right. And I think that the power play would be a lot better if he really did be like, okay, it's my power play. I'm You got me because I'm elite, supposedly, at setting people up and, and running the show. I think that's one of the things they need to do to fix it. That's a great point. And it's exactly the same type of dynamic. And I also wonder about the dynamic with him and Latang. Like having two alpha dog defensemen yeah. on the same team. I'm not talking personality or the, uh, whether they get along. I'm sure they do. It's just somebody has to take control, and especially when it comes to that power play. I would love to see Carlson just come back in the second half, the de facto second half of this season, whether it's even strength of the power play, and say, "I'm going to be me, and this is my power play, and here we go." I mean, he's he's making $10 million. It's 12% of the entire payroll right now. You know, he's making more money than Sid, more money than all of them, Latang, Gino. Yeah. You paid him to be that guy, to be the point-scoring defenseman. Because, right. And I, I didn't hate the trade when it happened because at this stage in their careers, you can't count on Sid and Gino carrying the team. I love need, the trade. You yeah. need scoring and point production from elsewhere, but – Oh, he just threw me a football. Yeah. Go he ahead. caught it, though, right? You're in, the middle, ow. You're in the middle of something. Go ahead. This ended badly when I broke Bob's phone. Did you hear that story? Uh-oh. It's not worth telling. Go ahead. But, but yeah, like I, I like the idea because everyone will always be like, oh, well, we, well, you could beef up the bottom six. But everybody's trying to do that. Like So, you know, I like the move of, of trying to get some production from your blue line, but I don't like the results of what's happened. I think that's one of the biggest reasons they are where they are right Sometimes now. I wonder what the Penguins would be like if they just opened up the spigots and be who they are. I mean, it's it's wonderful that they're six in the league in goals against. Who right. cares? Who cares? They stunk at goal scoring last year. They were like 14th. They're not even in the top 10 this year with all that talent. Their power play sucked last year, and somehow it's even worse this year. I would love to see them just say, Screw it. Let's go out and play fire wagon hockey. Would it be worse? Would it, would it be worse than winning 23 or your first 55 games or whatever it was or is? It couldn't be worse. Just be who you are. Let's do that for a while. I think that would be fun. It'd be entertaining if nothing else. Exactly. The, the question is, can they still do it with these guys at this stage in their career? Sid, I think. But can the other ones? I forgot what I was going to ask you next, Mike. Let's go back to football in that okay, case. Let's do it. Um, you were in the middle of a really good quarterback soliloquy. I think we had already crossed Russell Wilson. Yeah. Who's your favorite? Yeah. You no, said, it's not my favorite. That would I, be... I would rather have Justin Fields, but but he's oh, my favorite to Rudolph or okay. cousins or people oh, like that. Okay, so Justin Fields. Hmm. Here's the reason I'm skeptical. If the Chicago Bears gave up two first-round picks and two mid-round picks, four total picks to move up to number 11 and get him just three years ago, and now they're making him available. They don't believe he's their guy. What makes you think he can go to a new city and all of a sudden produce, all of a sudden be an upper echelon guy? Well, he was ninth in the MVP voting two years ago, and I thought toward the end of that season he was positively electric. And like I said, the fact that, that it didn't work in Chicago and they and they want to get rid of him, if they do want to get rid of him, I saw the team president yesterday actually endorsed him. I don't know whether that's real or the kiss of death for him right. in Chicago. 
But to me, if the Bears don't like him, that might be the best endorsement that he's actually good. Plus, for the most part, their team stunk. So he's a risk. Yes. He is definitely so, a risk, but he's got that. The ceiling The ceiling is the roof, as Michael Jordan said, where I feel like with Pickett, the ceiling is the floor. Right. I mean, Pickett, the whole thing was supposed to be he was the most NFL-ready, and he didn't have a big way to, to develop, and he didn't yeah. have a high ceiling. So Fields would be the opposite. Here's the reasons I like Fields. You know, the Steelers plan to obviously implement a run-heavy scheme. The mere threat of Justin Fields pulling the football and running it is going to open things up for both the running backs. Yes. So even yes. when he doesn't, yes. whenever he's not even the one running the football, Justin Fields would improve the running game, and so he would fit what you're going to do. He also did not have receivers like what the Steelers have. And he has a, a really big arm, and he could hit the deep ball and showcase you know, the underutilized George Pickens, I think. And, and the other part is, like, whoever the quarterback is next year, the Steelers aren't going to live and die with that guy. They're going to support him with a defense. And, like, they're going to still be a team that believes they can win these tight, low-scoring games. So he wouldn't necessarily need to come in and be the finished product right away. You'd be counting on it being another step in his development in year four. So I think I think the answer, as with a lot of trades, is at what price? Yeah. I think if you a get— A two and a four. I would do that if it was that. Would you? If it's a second this year and a fourth next year, I think I would entertain that. I really would. I mean, all Tomlin has talked about is having that element in a quarterback. Guess what, Mike? You know what? Another guy I like, Jacoby Brissett as a back. Listen, I think it's one of two things. Someone who's a, who is more of a caretaker for Kenny Pickett that's not a threat to him and then actual legitimate competition. I think you, you got to have legitimate competition. I think so, but I don't think Ryan Tannehill would be that. That's more the caretaker mentor type. If I'm going in, if if I if the if I know the Steelers are going that route, then I like Jacoby Brissett. I really like him. You might get both. You might get Tannehill and Brissett. <laughs> that would be something, or Tannehill and Josh. Now, Dons. probably so. The the one path would be Kenny, Ryan Tannehill. Then you draft a quarterback in like the second or third round. Yeah, I think that they're going to come away from the draft with at least one quarterback via drafting and or trading for Justin Fields. He won't have as many Super Bowl rings as Chris Oladuckin or Dukin. Willie, he's got two, doesn't he, with the Chiefs? Wow. Yep. Isn't that something? Guess what, Mike? Hmm. Alex Stump is on the line from MLB.com. You ready to talk a little baseball? Let's do it. Alex, this is a treat to have you on the Sullivan Super Service Fan Hotline. Live from Bradenton, how are you? I'm doing well. Thanks for the invite. Absolutely, man. Fan Twitter brought to you by South Hills Kia, Peters Township. Visit him at southhillskia.net. What is going on here with Henry Davis? It seems one of the early stories in spring training, Alex, and I, I'd love to hear your take on this, is that the, the Pirates are so bent on having Davis become a legit catcher that they'd be willing to send him to AAA if he's not going to be at the guy, the guy in the majors. Does that make sense? I, I would take a deep breath first with that I mean to start off they do view him as a catcher long term they very much believe but he's got to earn his spot right now and I think that's something even he would admit right now he's got to earn his opportunity could he wind up in AAA I mean theoretically but I 
fully expect that he's going to be part of this major league roster breaking camp. The only way that will convince it is if we start watching games and a whole bunch of balls, you know, he has to catch them up after they stop rolling or they hit the backstop. Like if he does his job, I think he's going to have plenty of opportunity. Well, it seemed like Shelty yesterday said Grandal is going to, he's definitely going to catch. And then we have a competition. I don't know. It just seems weird that here's the number one overall pick and he's stuck in a competition with uh, the human rain delay and Ali Sanchez. And it's just, if he has the bat, why do we care so much if he can catch? I mean, this this team really values defensive catchers, though. And the only, I don't think, uh, I know we've reacted a little bit with, uh, is Grandal the starter? That's not been explicitly said. It's just Grandal's going to be one or two guys, which he's on a major league contract. He's a veteran. That shouldn't come as any surprise. I still expect, you know, Davis to have every opportunity to prove that he's the starting catcher of this team going forward. So I, I get why there might be a little bit of concern or why a couple of eyebrows are raised, whatever. It's, hey, this guy's got to earn his keep, but he's also a young guy still too. He's got to earn his spot in the majors. Alex, I'm going to ask you um, a different type of question here. I'm a very pessimistic Pirates fan, if you want to call it that. If there are people like me who are used to 100-game losing seasons, what is the biggest reason for optimism on this team, or what has you convinced that it's not going to be just another Pirate season? Well, I think they took a big step forward last year, and I, there's some questions still in the rotation, but I would say overall roster is stronger than it was a year ago and I think that's what you really got to hang your hat on this team has always been very vocal that if they're going to get better it's going to be because they have these young players that they're able to develop well they're up here now how much did they grow over the course of a year I think we saw some good signs those last two months of last year and if they could continue to build on that then yeah there should be some level of optimism for this year Alex Stump, MLB.com on the Sullivan Super Service Fan Hotline. Did you have another question, Mike? Well, so you're talking about the roster improving. Is there a specific area that you feel like they've made the most progress? I mean, I would say the bullpen is a real strength right now. I mean, Bennar, Chapman, Pajinski, Holderman, that's a pretty lethal back half right there. But I look at, you know, a lot of this, lineup even like Sawinski was someone who was a little bit of a question mark last year he had a good year last year he took a Hayes took a big step forward you know both offensively and he finally got his gold glove last year there are and plus you get O'Neill Cruz back that's going to be a huge mm-hmm. boost for this team he adds a lot in terms of power speed electricity there are some ways that this team I see a path that this team can be competitive going forward but they are going to be those young players to continue to get better. And they're very vocal about that too. They can't shy away from it. Alex, obviously the Davis story, the Skeen story, all this stuff to me, the biggest story by far, by far at spring training is will O'Neill Cruz be able to do everything physically that he could do before this gruesome injury? What have you observed so far? Are you convinced that he'll be able to run as fast, be as, be as mobile at short, do everything you know, superhuman that he could do before, be the exact same guy physically? I mean, just eyeballing three days. I mean, no one's going to be going at full speed at this moment, but he looks good right now. And everything that the Pirates have been saying this winter, they are very confident that he can still be that guy, that he can still play shortstop at the major league level. 
and they, I, I agree with you. They do need him to be that type of guy because this pathway of this team becoming a competitive ball club with O'Neal Cruz being only 80% of what he could be, that becomes a whole lot harder. This guy is very important for this team, not just for 2024, but the next five years. Like he's, he might be the star, the what uh, the straw that stirs the drink. Had to get the Reggie Jackson <laughs> in there a little bit. Last question, and I've had a number of people ask me about this. For the Pirates to have an opportunity to get a legit, I think, ace. This guy won the the Cy Young in 2020, and apparently has gone over to Japan and has increased his velocity. And he's still only what 33 or so. Trevor Bauer. They have shown already that they have little reluctance to sign guys who have domestic violence issues in their past. G1 Bay was suspended for that once by Major League Baseball. Aroldis Chapman was suspended once for that major, by Major League Baseball. So why not Trevor Bauer? He's willing to work. The Pirates will never, ever, in, under normal circumstances, have an opportunity to get a guy like this. Why wouldn't they have interest in having a guy who could legitimately be their best starter? I mean, just to address that first right now, I think we're over, underestimating how much a two-year gap between playing games really can be. I mean, I know it's apples and oranges, but if you look at Deshaun Watson with the Browns, he has not been the same guy that he was with the Texans before he took those two years off. But just to, for the sake of argument, hearing, you know, if he could be this guy – there's on-field performance, and then there's what you could be in the clubhouse, what it does. I don't think it's simple as it would just be bad PR. I don't think he would be a, in, a good fit in this clubhouse, and the Pirates seem to feel the same way. And it's, It goes beyond just the legal matters also. And it goes – this has been a case for a while with this guy. And whenever you address, uh, you know, potentially bring it in someone you got to look at what they could do on the field what they would be off the field and it seems like the latter is kind of a deal breaker for the pirates and the most of the league alex we appreciate the time man thanks for coming on i know you're busy down there thank you appreciate it thank you social media's biggest loser mulsey is brought to you by awaken 180 weight loss reserve your consultation today at awaken 180 weightloss.com uh fan text line and this is important because we're going to be ending with text in the city today. Our special guest is Mike DeFabo from The Athletic. That's brought to you by Edgar Steiner & Associates Personal Injury Law Firm, where they always say there's never a fee unless we get money for you. Send your text to our friend Fort Myers. Put your name on it and have a hot take or, you know, a, a, an interesting, uh, poignant take, uh, something good. Just give us something good. And myself, Fort, and Mike will judge these on a scale of 1 to 10. Is that clear for both of you We're guys? We're judging the takes. Yeah. Crystal clear. Yeah. Okay. I like yeah. this. What about that Trevor Bauer thing? I mean, listen, the allegations were really, really ugly. And I'm not sure I'd want a team with anybody with those kinds of allegations even in their past, if there was any credibility to them whatsoever. But the Pirates are already proving that that's not an issue for them. So Bauer, to me you would never have another avenue to get a pitcher like this because you don't spend that kind of money. He's willing to work for the major league minimum with incentives. Right. I'm, you know, this is a touchy subject and it, I want to be clear that like you should believe women when they make these allegations, but Bauer made a four minute video. And in that 
exposed a lot of things that make you question the validity of this. And the, the most damning thing was the, the woman who made the accusation texted her friend beforehand and said, like, next victim, this guy, and making it seem as if she was, mm. that was her hope. Now, I, I, you know, I don't know the nuances of this situation. Again, and maybe the pirates were thinking, we don't want to get involved in that. But, but I think that that's what you have to look at is like, you have to look deeper at that in his, in his video that he released. He was really rather persuasive with some of the evidence he was presenting. Yeah. I mean, in the end with that particular case, no charges were filed and, and they came to a settlement, but no money was exchanged in the settlement, which, you know, always makes you wonder, okay, you know, uh, they got money out of it and, and you think one way or another on that. But there's also a couple of other open allegations still, and I wonder if the pirates are scared off by those or, as Jason Mackey alluded to, and you just heard Alex say, they don't think he's a good guy and don't want him in their clubhouse just aside from that. I don't know, man, but if you've already shown that that stuff doesn't prevent you from signing people, then why not? Yeah, well, I would see, say. see, I, I, based on the evidence that Trevor Bauer presented, I tend to uh, believe that maybe his narrative is correct. But I'll tell you this: when they signed Aroldis Chapman, my initial reaction was, "You can lose a hundred games with guys that aren't domestic abusers, or you can lose a hundred games with guys like I'd rather them not have Aroldis Chapman and still be the crappy, crummy Pirates." Then I hear you on that. Employ, yeah, I hear you. Employ this guy. Like if you're gonna be a horrible franchise and a laughing stock, do it without employing horrible people along the way. G1 Bay got suspended 30 games for an incident, convicted, I think, in a South Korean court. So I definitely hear what you're saying. I do. The Pirates apparently don't have, uh, you know, a policy where anybody with that in their past is going to, they're not going to sign such people. So it, it at least makes me wonder about Bauer. All right, Mike, are you ready for text in the city? I'm ready. This is very exciting for everyone. So I rate this on a scale of one to four. Flame one to em- ten. Flame yeah. One to ten flame emojis. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we're going to do that next here. Coming up on the 50-minute mark on the fan brought to you by South Hills Chrysler Jeep Dodge Route 19 in Peters Township. Celebrating 50 years in the South Hills. Text in the city next. What's cooking? Brought to you by your local Geico rep, Tim Hester. Thank you, Mr. Hester. The Fabos sitting in Ron's old spot are standing. I thought he might jump in there. Obviously, he's never listened to the end of the show. That's okay. Nobody expected that from you. Well, it's called What's Cooking. You're going to have to change the name. I know. That's the thing. And I'm again reminded of Ron and very sad. Also brought to you by Mr. Reuter. Thank you, Mr. Reuter. Call 412-REUTER2. Fan weather brought to you by Sun Chevrolet. Check out special financing for qualified buyers. A new Silverado 1500 trucks. A little bit of snow today, high of 37. All right, we have about three and a half minutes for the latest version of Text in the City with the music playing below it. This is absolutely beautiful. Sean, don't call me Seth Myers. You, me, and Mike DeFabo are going to rate these texts from 1 to 10 like we're Olympic gymnastics judges. You ready, Mike? I'm ready. 
Let's okay, do it. Okay, this is from Hoagie in Latrobe. I don't say Latrobe, but it's Hoagie. Maybe. One of your countrymen. Yeah, that's right. He says, if Henry Davis starts in AAA at the beginning of the season, do you consider him a bad number one pick? Let me just throw in one caveat. No questions. This is about hot takes, and that's not your fault. In okay, fact, Donnie sorry. Football did it twice yesterday. <laughs> sorry, he says. Uh, I don't know. I don't care. That's a two. Well, I want your hot takes. If you're a texter, you're texting in a, a take, not a question. Sorry, Maybe, maybe he was indicating he thought it, he would be know. a disappointment. Yeah, I did. I have the whole week. We don't want questions. We want takes. Takes. And, we yes. don't, and there has to be a name. Hurry up. Get your takes out of the refrigerator, pop in the microwave, and send them over. I'm sorry. John. We have one from Todd in the city. Yeah. He says the Steelers and the Penguins have a lot in common. The one thing the Steelers need to share with the Penguins is a guy who got Troy Polamal to retire when Troy thought he could still play. Get Malkin to retire for the betterment of the Penguins so they can start their rebuild. I'll give that one a seven and a half. Whether I agree with it or not, I don't necessarily yet agree with that. I'll give it a seven and a half. I think it's a well-stated, well-written, passionate take. I give it a five because I believe in the NHL if a guy retires and he still has money left on contract, you still have to pay him or it counts against the cap or something like that. What? So, yeah, so I don't think that that would work. Holy horse milk. But what about the take itself? Did you appreciate how he presented it? I liked, um, yeah, it was spicy. I'll, I, I'll give him a five and a half. Must not have been that spicy then. Six. Oh, he likes it. Okay. I'm like the Russian judge. Yeah. It's this tough. <laughs> Which is why I didn't like it because it was Malkin related. Yeah. I hear that. Next. This isn't really a hot take, but it's, uh, I think, something that you should hear, Joe. This is from Christian in Manaka. Uh-huh. Joe Starkey is the most amazing radio host in the world, abandoned by Ron and Folsey, and he is flourishing. <laughs> Abandoned by Ron and Folsey. That's tremendous. I give that a 10, Mike. Well, when we were in the middle of our previous media beef, I would have given it a 1. Yeah. But now that we're on good terms, I'll give it a 7. Sean? 9.5. One more before we part ways with Mark uh, and Allison Park. Yeah. I think part of the problem with signing someone like Trevor Bauer is not the allegation, but just more his constant. In your face, social media and criticisms of baseball decisions, coaches, there is such a thing as a hassle factor, and you have to want to deal with that. Fair and very well stated. I'll give him an eight for that one. I like that take. Very well reasoned. I'll give him an eight and a half. Nine. Thank you, Fort, and thank you, Mike, for coming in. This was a pleasure today. Very enjoyable. I appreciate you having me, and this will be easier to leave here than it was Canada that one time in the story I told you about. Yes, that was very harrowing, that story. Uh, Fridays with DeFabo, are you up for that? Would you like it to do that? It has a little ring to it, doesn't it? That yeah. was one of the texts that we received, by the way, that suggestion. A little so. alliteration Probably to my it. mom that sent that one in. Yeah. Thank you, Mrs. DeFabo, and thank you, Mike. We'll see you, buddy. My pleasure. Next time. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. 
Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.